Hey guys, welcome to the 4-1 Wheat. This is episode 7 of the Weekly Wheaties. And today we're going to talk about what laptop should we buy? Or more specifically, how to choose a laptop to buy, I guess. The first question, I always start out with people who ask me this. And I've received this question multiple times a month for the last 20 years plus. Like, very common question. Uh, I enjoy talking about this with people. I don't mind talking about it. But I always start with the same question and it gives people heartburn. Before you can choose a laptop, you have to know what your budget is. Are you trying to get a laptop for $200 or do you want to spend up to $2,000? Big difference in what we're talking about. And if your budget isn't at least $1,000, you're not getting a Mac at all. If that's something that's in, in your, your wheelhouse or something you're looking at buying. Uh, full disclosure, I own, multiple, I own two PCs. I've owned multiple PCs over the year. I have an iPhone. I have an iPad. I also own a MacBook. I'm not anti-Apple. People might say I used to be. I stand by. I was never anti-Apple. I was just pro-Microsoft. But I've come over to the dark side recently. There's a blog post I posted on why, so I don't want to get into the specifics of that. Um, But you need to decide if you want a Mac or a PC. This talk that I'm about to get at is more to those of you who are in the PC crowd. And again, it's not that I'm anti Apple, it's just if you know you want an Apple, this doesn't really mean anything to you. Because the only question with the Apple is, do you want something very lightweight so you get a MacBook Air, or do you want something that's the most powerful, you get the MacBook Pro. That's pretty much all it is. And then it's based on specs. Um, So specs is a big deal, and generally with specs, you're talking about the speed and how much storage. We also have RAM. And in regards to RAM and CPU speed, I have a default answer for a minimum specs. I will always suggest at minimum 8 gigabytes of RAM and at minimum an i5 Intel or the AMD equivalent. I don't know offhand what that is because I'm typically in the Intel space. Again, generally speaking over the years, Intel and AMD have this little battle back and forth where... It's almost like a PC versus Apple debate. And again, generally speaking, for the processors to have the same speed, AMD is typically going to be less expensive, but produce more heat. Generally speaking, that's changed over the years. AMD has kind of caught up. They can produce the same speeds with the same power distribution, if you will, or not distribute as much heat for about the same cost. The problem is I don't really keep up with the AMD stuff. Not anti-AMD. It's just not something I keep up with as much as I used to. Um, And everything I've typically purchased has an Intel chip because that's what Microsoft goes with and I've purchased the Microsoft tablets, laptops, and Apple uses Intel until they switched over to their own chips. So my suggestion is typically look for an i5 Intel or the AMD equivalent. Again, not exactly sure what that is. And for hard drive space, you're going to want at least 256 gigabytes 
of storage, if not more. And it all depends on what you're doing with it. And I would also suggest lower storage space and get an SSD because you can always get external hard drives to store your data you're not going to be accessing on a normal basis. So in my opinion, a 256 gigabyte SSD would rank higher than a one or a two terabyte standard hard drive that uses disk. If you don't know if it has SSD or not, it probably doesn't because in the specs it will say SSD. There's another or multiple types of SSDs like EAE SSD or I forget the third one, but if it says SSD nine times out of ten you're, you're doing pretty good. The next thing deals with size and size is typically comparable to weight. So the standard laptop spec is going to be 13 14 or 15 inches it's actually used to be 15 and they're getting smaller and smaller so if you want something smaller than that generally it's going to cost more but it might weigh less and if you want a larger screen than your 13 inch or your 15 inch equivalent to like a 17 or an 18 inch you're going to pay more and it's going to be heavier so that's the argument beside between speed and weight and storage and all that then it comes down to what are you going to use it for? If you're just browsing Facebook, I would argue you might even could get by with an iPad and you could use the iPad for things that your laptop typically wouldn't be used for. You could play video games with your, your hands. You could have multi-touch as opposed to just single or, or and I say multi-touch like 10 fingers or more. I want to say the newer iPads have like seven to 10 touch points. And laptops, I want to say it's like two to three, maybe five on some, but you're also going to pay more for touchscreen on a laptop, at least for the equivalent version of that. If you have two laptops that specs are completely the same side by side, the touch should cost more. Otherwise, you're giving up money in somewhere else, which leads me to quality. This is gets, gets to be a little tricky, so... Again, I like to talk about complex problems in a standard, very surface level. So I want to compare laptop quality to batteries you go buy for your car. And I don't mean to talk about Tesla here. That's not the kind of batteries we're talking about. Your standard ICE vehicle, gas vehicle, when you go to O'Reilly's, AutoZone, any of the automotive shops, and you want to buy a battery for your vehicle. I don't know if y'all have paid attention to this, but depending on what you buy, you can choose like one, three, five, seven, all the way up to a 10-year battery. And I don't know if you've ever asked or thought to yourself like, why in the world are there different years of batteries? Well, the short answer is, and I'm, I'm taking some liberties here, but the technology is so good in a battery if you buy a five-year battery, they know this battery nine times out of ten will last five years. And if it doesn't, they'll prorate the cost of that battery. So when you could buy your next one, if you paid $100 and it lasted four years, they'll give you $20 for that last fifth year, for instance, to go towards your next battery. So it's a good deal for you, but it's a good deal for them. You're all getting your, your money's worth regardless of which year you choose. Because if you chose a 10-year battery and you paid $100, they'd only give you $10 if it lasted nine years, right? Everything's prorated. 
with the batteries. The argument, though, I'm trying to make is they know how long that battery is going to last, give or take within some short range, that they're better off with their money and how, and how they charge. So what I'm trying to say is when you go buy a laptop, and I'm not trying to hate on any brand because I actually suggest Dell, but Dell has like four or five different tiers, right? They have the, the Inspiron, the Precision, and I might be mixing up the desktops with the laptops, but you get into the XPS, they've actually acquired Alienware, so they have an Alienware lineup now. But there's different levels of quality builds on these laptops. And what I mean by that is, you can't take your basic level Dell with an i5 and eight gigs of RAM and a 512 gigabyte solid state hard drive and compare it to a thousand dollar version of the same exact specs. They might have the same specs, but that is not the same quality laptop. So you also need to decide on how long do you want this laptop to last you? If you want it, if you only need it to last a couple years, buy the inexpensive version with the basic specs, unless you want to splurge in some areas. But if you want a laptop to last you a really long time, you need to start looking at your budget and raising that budget based on the quality so you know it's going to last a long time. And this is my biggest pet peeve for Apple, and this is probably why a lot of people think I used to be anti-Apple. People would go out and buy a $300 PC, regardless of the brand, it would last two or three years, and they would get ticked off and they say, forget this, I'm going to buy an Apple. And it's like, you can't compare that. When I graduated high school, I spent most of, if not all of my graduation funds, money, money I saved up, money I worked for the summer before I went into college. I literally bought a $2,400 Sony laptop. And that laptop lasted me, I know, 10 years before it finally just bit the dust because the, the battery was bad, the CPU. I mean, it was just, it did its time, right? But it was still up to par with the specs because I bought really high-end specs when I bought that thing. You can't compare that to a, a laptop that costs $400. And that's what people were doing. They were taking these three, four, dollars $500 laptops that are PCs and comparing them to a $2,000 MacBook. You, you can't do that. You have to compare that $2,000 MacBook with at least a $1,500 equivalent PC because the specs are gonna be the same and the quality is going to be the same, right? You, you just can't compare basics with a high-end. Same thing goes for a PC. You can't compare a $300 PC to a $2,000 PC. The build quality, quality just isn't the same. The last kind of thing I want to leave y'all with is this idea of gaming on a PC. You can do it. It can be done. But I think if you're going to be doing any type of gaming or video editing or photo editing, you probably need to start comparing to a, a desktop because you're gonna get a better bang for your buck. If you just absolutely have to have these types of specs for your laptop, you wanna start looking for laptops that include GPUs and potentially touch screens. Again, if you're gonna be doing any type of editing and you wanna use like a pen to draw or you just wanna be able to touch really quickly or if you need certain ports. So HDMI out, for example. Those types of ports are only gonna be included in the higher end laptops. 
the more expensive laptops, potentially the quote-unquote gaming versions of these laptops. And, and again, it's only going to come with ports that are kind of one-off that you might only use for very niche projects. Hopefully, you kind of know what you might look be looking for in regards to ports. But a lot of laptops now only come with like one or two ports, and they come with what's known as USB-C. And you can buy a USB-C hub that takes that one port and basically expounds on it to where you can get a hub or similar to what like a docking station would be for the, the older laptops that you might have purchased and separate those ports to give you any and every port you might need. That's what I had to do on my MacBook that I purchased. It came with two USB-Cs, one for power. Technically, they, either one of them can be used for power. And one, I hook up a USB-C docking station that gives me all the other ports I need, including a typical USB port for a flash drive, mind you. So that's kind of the gist with how to choose a laptop. It's not a right or wrong answer. There's no uh, magic answer to this where I can send you a link and say, hey, go buy this laptop. What I tend to do with friends and family is say, here's some minimum specs. If you're gonna be doing this, you might wanna upgrade this. If you're gonna be doing that, you might wanna look at this. See what you can find. Brands I typically suggest, Dell, Asus, Lenovo, Sony, yes, Apple. Uh, Microsoft is in there, but you're gonna pay a premium for Microsoft, which again, I've personally even done. Um, so I'm not gonna tell you to go buy the most expensive thing just because, but if your budget was $1,000, because that's what we started with, right? So that's what I want to end with. My other suggestion is spend your budget. And the reason I say that is because I've had people say, my budget's $1,000. And I say, okay, well, here's some specs you need to look at. Maybe upgrade to these, these, and these. And somebody will come back and say, well, here's one I found for $600. What do you think? And my answer is always no, spend $1,000 if that is your budget. And my reasoning is the same reasoning I talked about the car battery. If you want your car battery to last 10 years, you need to buy the 10-year car battery. You don't buy the five-year car battery and expect it to last that long. So we're going to buy the quality that we want our budget to make us last for. Um, I've had parents say, hey, I want to buy a laptop that's only going to get them through college. If that's the case... Yeah, you can get by with a $500 laptop for four years, assuming they only take four years to graduate. But they might not, right? It might die out a little sooner. So you might want to look at upping that budget just a little bit to get something that might last a little bit longer or at least keep the specs up for the how that lasts. There's a whole other conversation we could have on what causes laptops to die sooner. Same Typically, it's more on the PC side because people don't buy the high-end quality of PCs, so they don't last as long as the Apple, which is why there's this whole, dis or this whole argument on Apple lasts longer than PC. I don't necessarily agree with that. They do, if you compare, again, the budget where they're, all, they're not even the same price, or you compare different quality builds across, across the spectrum, but... Let's go back to the iPad for a second. An iPad might be all you need, and you might already have an iPad. On the flip side, you might have a laptop and an iPad and think you want a desktop, 
because you want more space or more monitor more space I guess multiple screens especially if you started working from home and you're used to potentially a laptop with two screens at work so with that in mind my app pick for this episode is something called duet display now this app it's like a $15 one-off purchase for the basic or you can pay a subscription where you get the more advanced features where typically it's just wireless with better quality but if you pay the $15 outright price which I've used this app and I've paid $15 for it you can hook up your iPad with a cable to your Mac or your PC and use your iPad as a second screen pretty cool so what this does is it does give you a little bit more desktop space but it also turns in non-touch screen devices into a touch device so if you have a macbook macs don't come with touchscreen but you want touchscreen you hook up your ipad with this app you get touchscreen on your mac or if you have an, a laptop that you intentionally purchased without touchscreen you can now get touchscreen on your laptop you could even do this for a desktop so you can now have desktop or touchscreen on your desktop pretty cool app definitely worth the 15 dollars I didn't upgrade to the wireless version, so I haven't paid the subscription fee for that version of the app. If that's something you want to do, essentially what it does is you don't have to have a cable hooked up. You can hold the iPad in your hand, and you can draw on it like a like an iPad, like you would a regular iPad. You could do that with the cable. It's just the cable might be in your way, or if it's a desktop, the cable might not be long enough, and you want something that gets you a little bit more. Uh, remote from your desktop or from your workstation even if it is a laptop but I'll have a little video I post on that just showing the basics of how that works with a link below if you have any questions about what laptop you can buy the world is your oyster it's also hard for me to dictate a specific laptop because the laptop types the models they literally change like month to month to month to month if I say, yeah, go buy this Dell XPS 13, whatever model, it might be available for a while, but then it changes in six months. And my argument would be, well, you could just buy the newer version or the newer model of that version, but they might have changed the ports that are available, which might have been one reason I suggested it for you in the first place. Um, it might not have touchscreen anymore. They might have switched to an AMD chip. They might do the basics of an i3 instead of an i5. It all depends, right? This isn't really a, an easy answer or an easy question to tackle. So what's your budget? What specs do you need? Check out the minimum specs that I've kind of outlined and go from there. Hope you learned something. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope this potentially helped you buy a new laptop. So until next time.